Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck to say, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. Impact the trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome to Ethan Skolnick's starting five, sort of the early morning edition, the very early morning edition of Five on the Floor here on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on the Five on the Floor feed, that's why this is going to sound a little bit different. We are sponsored here by our friend Manny Chang. Not sponsored, I'm sorry. We are produced by our friend Manny Chang. See, it's early morning, although Manny wants to sponsor us too. We can do that. We are sponsored by our friends over at All Pro Construction Builders. You can find them at allproconstructionbuilders.com. Quality is their specialty in protecting you from hurricanes. That's their specialty too. Hurricane season, believe it or not, has already started. We don't have all the names storm scaring us yet, but we will soon It's already close to July at this stage, and so make sure that you reach out to Danny and his team and get the hurricane windows, get the storm windows, the storm doors. But also, you may just be want to be living in your house for a little bit longer because you can't find a house out there because the real estate market is so tight at this stage. Why not renovate your house? He can do that for you, too. He and his entire team. Mention five reasons when you call his personal number, 305-484-4429. That's 305-484-4429. 4429 or again check out allproconstructionbuilders.com or allproconstructionbuilders on Instagram they use american products locally made products they're based in Dade County but they can service everywhere down in Monroe or up here where I live in Broward so get those storm windows now do not wait you need storm windows for the top of your head right now all right we've got Greg Slavander here with me, you can follow him at Greg Slavander. He's not wearing a hat. This is a, this is a special treat that we've got today. Neither am I. We've got about the same amount of hair. Uh, did we lose any hair last night, Greg? Over over what happened with Jaime Jaquez Jr. being drafted by the Miami Heat, 18th overall. Of course, there was no Dame Lillard yeah. trade to this stage. It seems like we're going to be. I keep saying this. Dame and the, and the Blazers are waiting to see if they see their shadows. We're looking for another two weeks. At this, Dame is going to allow them, I guess, to see if they can build a contending team around him. Then he'll decide, or maybe he won't decide. Maybe he'll say he'll give him to the trade deadline. Maybe he'll say he'll give him to the year 2042. So the Heat are continuing to do business as they sort of await what happens with that situation. But I will give you credit on this. You were the first um, anywhere that I saw that had the Heat working out. Hawkes Jr., um, we did speak to Adam Simon last night. He talked specifically about that workout. We'll get to that in a second. Why do you think that this was the pick? I think because, to your point, the Dame stuff is probably going to be uh, – he's going to give Portland the very beginning of the moratorium, I bet, to like see what they can get done 
as trades start to fly. And then if you don't see a big name head there, I think that the it's stuff's going the block is going to get hot as they say, but um, they took this player because independent of all of that, they need to also operate to fill this roster. And I think that this is a player and there were great questions asked by a lot of people to Adam Simon last night. I watched that press conference, Alex Brady, you all got in questions that were good ones. And um, I think that unlike the Jovic pick where uh, they kind of understood he was not ready at that moment, Adam Simon kind of acknowledged that this is a guy that could play right away. Uh, I reached out to a source to kind of get an idea of like um, past players, like, like give me an idea. Cause everyone's like, he patterns his game off Jimmy and that's his favorite player, but come on folks. Like, for us to like say he's Jimmy Butler as a player comp, that doesn't do it for me. But what I did get, um, and this was from uh, you know a p- pretty well-placed source, was that think of it like his upside is if Tobias Harris and Rick Fox were to merge as a mm-hmm. game, that's mm-hmm. like essentially the type of player that he could be. Um, where you, you know, maybe not be the best ISO defender, but you can work him into a team concept. He can be um, really uh, adept at doing ISO stuff offensively, but also finding his way. Um, And he also is just going to grit his way to, um, to finding his way into being a good enough defender. So I think it's a Miami heat pick. They're going to keep it. They're going to integrate him into this roster. They're going to need low cost talent that um, also is attractive to others because I looked around at mock drafts and there were plenty of mock drafts that Mm -hmm. had him mocked to Portland, frankly. So um, I, you know, just as an idea. So I think that uh, he, a lot of teams liked him. Miami liked him most. And uh, they signaled this from the get go. And there's a couple other, there's another guy in particular that they got on the undrafted side or the, after the draft side that they also targeted, but, um, Jaime Jaquez is a perfect fit, and I think Heat fans should be excited about the pick. All right, we'll get to the other guy in a second. Uh, a couple things that are coming in on the comments so we can try to address them. Uh, what position is he going to play? Adam Simon said he could play both forward spots, which, of course, freaked out some Heat fans because it's the whole undersized four thing. But, uh, it, again, I, I don't really think that the Heat look at that forward position as one or the other at this stage. So It's I, too it's two wings or forwards the, out pr- there, pr- you know, pr- pretty much. We know how Spo likes to use these guys. So, I mean, I mean, he used Ariza as a four. He's used plenty of guys. Tucker as a four, et cetera. And Jimmy's one of them. <laughs> and Jimmy is one of them. Jimmy plays two, three, four, and one at times. And he, Spo even threw him in at five a couple times in some schemes. So yes, I, I don't, I don't think the position thing matters. I think what matters here, two things that you said that I think matter. One is, they need cost controlled uh, talent at this stage. Um, because if you look at their situation up against the second apron tax, which Barry Jackson did a very good job of outlining last night, um, you know, while he was eating the rest of the pizza, uh, because they only gave us three boxes last night. So obviously they're saving money on the luxury tax uh, with what with what they pay to Big Cheese or whoever it is that they go down there. But basically they're very up against the second apron. And so he's going to make three point five million dollars. Um, which is in this day and age cost controlled talent. So uh, I, I do think that it's somebody that they're going to keep because again, and you get to the question that I asked Adam, which I said, you know, last year you went after Jovich, who was the youngest player in the draft or Good one question. of them. And this year you took one of the oldest players in the draft 
And he then said, well, you guys kind of knew the 10 guys that we were targeting. There were sort of 10 guys in a basket. So, yeah, I'll give you the, the credit for that. We, we did. Yeah, you did have the guys on this. And look, and we'll, we'll get to why they maybe didn't take somebody who I don't think they were targeting who slipped to them. But he said, essentially, we have about 10 guys in that particular basket. And most of them were 19 years old. Uh, so I don't think that they were necessarily targeting somebody who was older, at least based on what he was saying. And Adam's not the type to kind of lie at these post-draft no. uh, pressers. That, you know, they, they don't tell you much beforehand. But... Uh, I, but I think when the opportunity came up to take somebody who they think can play right away, and it's, and the other thing is they're gonna have both in summer league, and he this this kid's gonna be two years older, three years older than Jovic is, uh, but Jovic is gonna have a year in in heat development. It's gonna be interesting to see kind of which emerges again if Jovic is still here, which we don't know because we don't know if there's gonna be a trade before then. So uh, a lot of moving parts, but. I, he has every bit as good a chance to play as Jovic does this season because he is older because he did play to his senior season at UCLA and he played in big games at UCLA, um, which, uh, you know, the Heat have targeted that kind of player before and sometimes they regretted it when they haven't. I always go back to the Jameer Nelson Passover when they went for Darrell Wright. Again, two ends of that spectrum. Darrell was 18. Jameer Nelson, I think, was 21 or 22 at that stage and played heavy minutes for St. Joe's in the tournament. They passed on on Jameer uh, because they had kind of a younger team, and then they made the trade for Shaq, and they became an older team. Well, not an older team, but, well, they did, but also a team that was competing for a championship right away. And they could have used Jameer, but the pick had been made already. In this case, I think this was a two-track move. I think that if they stick with the current team, Yakis Jr. could play right away. And if they go to a team that is even more trying to win a championship right now because they go the all-in move for Dame, but they keep Yakis Jr., they're going to need the cost-control talent. And so uh, he serves a purpose that way. So I think they sort of viewed it in both contexts. Now, if you want more of a deep dive on the player, Brady and Alex got into him yesterday and, and uh, on the podcast, and that actually just posted, and that'll be on the YouTube channel here as well. And both of them, um, you know, Greg kind of talked about what you did defensively, but also – you know, offensively, you know, his experience is an ISO guy. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, everyone's like, well, they're not going to be icing up a rookie here in these kind of situations. But here's the, the counter to Heat fans who are like, well, how is this guy going to play with Jimmy and Bam? Because he operates in some of the same parts of the floor. I don't think this is about playing with Jimmy and Bam. I think it's about having a guy off the bench when Jimmy and Bam are not playing. And we saw last year the non-Jimmy and Bam minutes were horrific for most of the season. And I think this gives them another option who at least has scorer's instincts, which is not something that their other bench guys, most of them had. I, I think that's something that they were looking for. Super great point. And also this uh, soundbite that at one time was valid, but is no longer valid, is the Heat don't play their rookies anyway. Because yeah. depending on the situation, Rookies have been highly involved in what they've done in recent runs, um, dating back to the bubble and such with Kendrick Nunn getting such a run. Even before Not that, that. yeah, 2006, 2015 with, with Josh and, uh, and Justice too. Correct. So, so um, they do play their rookies at times, but there's also... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, 
How would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Times where they realize they're not quite ready yet and they don't play them at all. I think that this is going to be a situation where they try to get him run, maybe not as a primary rotation guy initially, but um, I think that what I like about that is that if a play breaks down, it's nice to have a player that's a role player that could maybe make a move and get a shot. And like the one thing he does with such superior footwork is he can get to a spot and get up a shot. And so like, I like that ability from him. I think that the defensive stuff, as long as he comes with high energy, they're going to figure out a way for him to work. And um, I saw one thing in the comments here that I do want to address because on the stream last night, I mentioned that Houston kind of was offering up KJ Martin and pick 20 for 18. And uh, from what I understand, Golden State, because they just uh, took Chris Paul, there was it was not clear clear that they would go with such a smaller player, and they ended up taking uh, Podzinski, which mm-hmm. was a small guard. Right. So, like, um, they, I, I think that just all parties involved weren't convinced that maybe um, Jaime would slip. So they just took the guy that they liked. They weren't going to play around with this and get cute. So that's the. I just wanted to clarify that for one of the comments that came in here live. Yeah, no doubt. Um, A lot of other good comments are coming in here, so I'll try to go through some of them as we go forward. Uh, Let's address this one first. 
which is uh, the two names that have been brought up as, okay, why didn't they take these guys? Uh, one is one we thought would be there and ended up, I think, going, what, 25th or 27th, something along those lines, which was Prosper from Marquette, and the other one was Whitmore from Villanova. Two different stories, because Prosper was a fast riser up through the draft, and Whitmore was a dropper through the draft, but they're from two of the schools that the Heat tend to like players the most, which is Villanova and Marquette. And they were both sitting there. So can you explain, I guess, to people why they would not take Whitmore when he slipped all the way to 18 and, and also why they would not take Prosper when he's somebody that we talked about a lot before the draft? I asked around late last night, and obviously when it's late, people get a little punch drunk. But <laughs> um, uh, I, I guess I'll say this. Um, they didn't really have Cam Whitmore as a viable option on the board. There were a lot of red flags there and it had a lot like the medical stuff is one thing, but also just from the perspective of that, the one, his fatal flaw is like the, the you white trying to side. say competitiveness without saying it. Is that the white, the white side thing, not being yeah. a jokester, but like, you know how he used to, or Michael Beasley and not the jokester, you know how mm. they get lost on defense. Yeah, and Spo drive it drives him crazy. That's why Yurt didn't play? That's Whitmore. So like, he was not really an option. Now the other guy you mentioned was um, Omax. Yeah. They loved Omax. I just think when they have their big board and they have guys in order, they probably had Jaime as a guy who could come in and contribute more, especially if they lose guys that have provided offense, hint um, that they need a guy maybe that is a little bit more ready to do that than Omax is at this current moment. And they also have um, they have faith that they can have Haywood Highsmith defending players in a way Omax is, is kind of billed as, whereas they needed a, a guy with maybe a little bit more of a diverse offensive skill set. So I think he was just pri- probably higher on their board overall. A second straight year that they've leaned offense in the draft, actually, which uh, hasn't typically been their thing. But it is what you say, that there was a flip before last year, and we talked about it, about their idea was, okay, maybe it's better to take the guy with the offensive skill set and try to teach him defense than take the defensive guy and try to give him offense. Which, again, they've done that with some of their undrafteds, like Heyman Highsmith and Magruder, and, and there's, a, there's a long list of those. So uh, we'll see. This, this question comes in from Markel. Do you guys see a Kyle Anderson in Jaime, um, I, I, without watching him much, I don't know that anybody could play as slow as Kyle Anderson. Um, but He's faster than he is. Yeah, but but he did say something yesterday, which is interesting. He said, I've learned you have to kind of, uh, you kind of have to slow the game down a little bit uh, when you get to that level. That comment comes up. He reminds me of Bird. I'm assuming we mean Birdman and not Larry Bird. Because Kevin O'Connor said he's reminiscent and has shades of Kevin McHale, which I think is just hilarious. But wow. there you go. Okay, that's there a visual. Well, the other visual is people are saying there's some of the teams going to look like the nine, uh, like the fifty Celtics. Um, who does They're going to be awesome. Who does Jaime make more expendable? This comes in from our guy, Coach Rochester, uh, Caleb or Max. The Caleb is set, the shooting set is well, Sean. No, the shooting set is not like Max. Um, no, 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 no. So, yeah, I mean, I, I he so, could take Max's spot in a rotation, but they would yeah. have to be using them differently. And there'd have to be another player inserted that could shoot. And maybe that'll be Duncan. We'll see. Yeah. But they, they don't replace skill sets, but they could replace each other in a rotation thing. But Caleb Martin is entrenched in 
whatever they're doing and this guy has nothing to do with what yeah, unless, unless unless he's the guy that uh, that that is that one of the guys that goes for dame because we do know that washington asked for him. i love i do want to get to a sponsor and then we're going to close with the undrafted guy here uh so that we can kind of explain a little bit more about him because we didn't get a chance to do that on the podcast last night i want to mention our friend jonathan chung dr jonathan chung at chiropractic keystone or keystone chiropractic you can find him at chiropractic Keystone.com. If you've got back pain, neck pain, anything along those lines, our guy John Chung can help you out. He's also a huge Miami sports fan. It seems like all of our sponsors are, aren't they? John's also a great guy, been a huge supporter of the network from the very beginning. He's based out in sort of the Wellington area, but he can do the telehealth consultations as well at an affordable price right there on Zoom or, or one of those uh, things that we use here. So you can check you out that way. He's got a new sports vision training program that's used by athletes like Steph Curry, reach out to him at chiropractickeystone.com. That's chiropractickeystone.com, specializing in chronic pain, dizziness, and post-concussion syndrome. He's a board-certified chiropractic in chiropractic neurology. So Dr. Jonathan Chung makes me say the tongue twisters here early in the morning, but also somebody that you should definitely reach out to if you have neck or back pain of any kind, chiropractickeystone.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right. Uh, tell me about the undrafted guy that they wanted and they got. So there's a number of undrafted guys they got, but we're not going through them all here because we're not doing that long of a show. But the player that I do want to talk about specifically is um, Justin Powell, mm-hmm. uh, and he's agreed to an Exhibit 10 contract. And uh, this is a player that I know in early June that they were already targeting as somebody that maybe would slip past the draft and that they would immediately go and get. He uh, shot 42% from three last year on five attempts per uh, Matt Hanna fan um, who tweeted that out. But I I just want to mention him because I know for a fact that the Heat have expressed interest. I know that uh, in the days leading up to the draft, uh, there was uh, absolute communication letting him know that like the moment that the draft passes – uh, we we want you in our program, and it's identifying a skill set, Ethan. Mm. He is a sniper. He can do some more things. He's a playmaker also, but he is a sniper. He can shoot from everywhere, and so I think that they're identifying their next maybe um, sharpshooter-type potential player. I don't want to put too much of that on him because I think that becomes unfair, but they did churn out Duncan. They did churn out Max, and I've tended to be ahead of the curve on this these things, and I do not mean to pat myself on the back, but I think that he's going to stick, and he's going to ch- get a chance for a two-way contract of some kind in summer league. So watch for that. Justin Powell, um, 
and uh, that that was the one guy of the undrafted players that they signed last night, and there were a few others which we won't go through now. We'll save that for another episode of Five on the Floor. But I think Heat fans should read up about, watch highlight clips, because I think he could stick. All right, so check him out. Also check out the episode of Five on the Floor that I did with Alex and Brady in the wee hours of the morning uh, last night at the arena. Uh, we will have more on Jaime Hawkins Jr. as we go forward and everything that went into the pick. And, of course, look, we're waiting on Dame, um, and we're going to see what happens there. I, I did think it was interesting. Chris Haynes did not tweet for more than four hours last night. It's like everybody's waiting on Haynes. I'm going to get Haynes on the pod, I promise. Uh, everybody is waiting on Haynes to tweet. And then coming, it seemed like it was going this other direction, and then all of a sudden about 1.30 in the morning, he kind of threw it back out there again, uh, which, again, seems to me like a message from Dame that, like, don't believe everything you hear. Things are not perfect at the moment. I just don't know if Dame's ever going to make that call officially. We'll, we will see. Yeah, I know. You're saying Dame time. It's time for Dame. Just ask out already. End our misery. We got till July 9th. We'll see what happens uh, at that point. But obviously, uh, we've been reporting stuff related. on. Check out Off the Floor. We've been re- reporting stuff related to Tyler Hero and others and kind of what may be playing out here. Uh, but again, a lot of it is, it's not just it's beyond our control, it's beyond the Heat's control. They're, they're waiting on Dame and, and Portland uh, collectively and individually uh, to, to, make, to, to make a decision. And this is what Dean Miller says, we'll close with this. What Woj said last night, it sounds like Portland's going to hold Dame hostage until Dame makes the call himself. Posturing. I, I just think it's posturing on all sides at this stage. Um, again, know your reporters, and I'm not talking about us, your national reporters, and who's speaking for who and who typically tweets out the stuff that nothing's going to happen because it's somebody trying to get something to happen, if you understand. This perfect way to end. Broham, can't wait for Reggie Miller to reference our new players as the undrafted. Well, Yakez is drafted. We'll see if he references him next year. All right. Thanks to Manny for producing. Thanks to Keystone Chiropractic. Check him out uh, if you have uh, neck or back pain. Of course, all pro construction builders. Com. I'm sure I'll be getting the text from Danny any minute here, but get your storm windows. We know South Florida can be perilous uh, as we get into the fall, and it's not because of not just because of the drivers. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.